So anyone that's really worried about where future taxes will be in retirement. So if we're concerned with taxes going up and we want to be proactive about it, that would be someone else that should look into a Roth conversion or a Roth strategy. It's time to retire with confidence. Welcome to Unlocking Your Financial Future with financial advisor, Ben Schrock. Well, we're continuing our conversation on Roth conversions today on our episode of Unlocking Your Financial Future. If you missed the last episode, it's not absolutely necessary that you listen to before listening to this one. But if you'd like more information kind of on the basics of a Roth conversion and a Roth in general, go back to our last episode. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever it is you listen, or online at bashrock-fg. Every episode's archived there as well. And you can go back and listen through that one. But we're going to continue that conversation today and get into more of the strategy of Roth conversions and when they might work for you, when it might not be a good idea, and a lot more. And we'll do that with Ben Schrock, as always, the owner and financial advisor of BA Schrock Financial Group. Ben, how you doing? I'm doing well. We just were talking about avoiding all the sicknesses and what <laughs> have you, but uh, we're, we're escaping uh, flu season here with a few bumps, but yeah, we're, we're, we're battling through it. The joys of fatherhood, indeed. Yeah. It's, <laughs> everybody I talked to is like, hey, just be prepared to be sick and to be tired for about three or four years before it even changes. So That's it. It's a new normal for you. Yeah, don't complain. Just deal with it and move on. So that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, before we get into today's episode, and we're going to continue that conversation on Roth conversions, I want to start off a little bit of getting to know you. It's getting to know you time. So this question, as we always do, we kind of break away from finance and, and look towards uh, Ben's personality and, and kind of what life's like away from the office. So today I got one that I think fits you perfectly. You're a sports guy. You always have been. You come from a family of athletes. What's your favorite sport? Okay, so favorite sport in general, gosh, I'm going to have to go golf, actually. It's going to okay. surprise some people. I've become a, a big fan of the game. I love playing it. Uh, I don't get to play as much with two little ones now, but uh, favorite sport to play right now is golf. I've always loved basketball. It was my first love. Um, I still enjoy playing it, but you know, I, I do enjoy football, too. I enjoy all sports, but honestly, golf probably is up there for me. I just I really love the game, and it's uh, uh, a great uh sport for me to enjoy playing and also watch on TV. Yeah, it's I I probably agree with you on that. I I like I pretty much will watch any sport at any time, but golf's up there with me. I my to do my probably my number one sports bucket list is to get to the Masters. Still haven't done yeah. that yet. And it's one sport too. You can watch on TV. You can fall asleep for uh, take a little yeah. nap for two hours, wake up, and not really miss much. So <laughs> just miss the front nine and, and pick that's it up it. the back nine. Yeah. Well, cool. So that's a little getting to know you about Ben golf, the favorite sport, and we'll have to wait a little bit longer till it warms up a little bit more before you can actually get out there yeah. on the course. So let's move into our main topic. And again, if you're just joining us for the first time, Ben Schrock, his, his team over at BA Schrock Financial Group can be found online at bashrock-fg.com. Anything we talk about today and plus any past conversations, you can have those more in depth. And, and really that's more important because you want to be talking about your situation. Everything we talk about, we kind of generally speak about everybody. So you know, anything we talk about may not be specific to you. It's always best to sit down with a professional and make sure something works for you before you move forward with it. But today we want to talk about Roth conversions. And we began last week with kind of the basics of Roth conversions and why, you know, you might consider it and, and how it works and what that process looks like if you go that route. So we're going to get more into detail, but just quickly, in case somebody hasn't listened to the first episode, just a quick 
summary again, Ben, of what a Roth conversion is. Yeah, so a quick summary is when we're doing a conversion, we're taking money from a pre-tax investment, IRA, 401k, 403b, anything that is considered pre-tax, and we're taking that money and we're turning it into a Roth or converting it into a Roth, which is a tax-free or can be a tax-free if you listen to the, the rules, five years deferral and age 59 and a half. You're turning money from a tax-deferred investment uh, like an IRA into a tax-free investment such as a Roth. So that's the, the act of a conversion. And because of that, you will be paying taxes on that distribution or on that conversion for that calendar year that you do it. Okay. So that's kind of a a quick background. If you want more basics, go back to our last episode and you'll be able to hear a lot more about the Roth conversion. So how does that conversation go with clients when somebody comes in and, you know, either you bring up the topic or they bring up the topic of Roth conversions? What does that process look like in terms of what do you ask them to kind of get to that final answer of whether or not it might work? Yeah. So when we do our process, you know, and run people through our lock process and and really when we start diving into the actual plan, we always run their plan as is. So meaning everyone that comes in kind of has a, they don't really, if they don't have a plan, they still kind of have a plan. You know, it's something that, what are they going to do in retirement? They're going to take money out of their portfolio at this amount and, and run it for the next so many years. Well, if we run it and test it and show them on our screen, we have a big 55 inch screen in our, our conference room where we show everyone and say, this is what your current plan looks like. This is what you're going to be paying in taxes. And we'll add those taxes over their lifetime and say, that's the total dollar amount. You know, sometimes people almost fall out of their chairs, but also it's an eye-opening experience say, have we really considered or taken into consideration paying Uncle Sam in retirement? If not, then we got to do some serious planning here and, and get proactive on this. And that's when we start um, the conversation of, of making sense of a Roth conversion. Okay. So who is somebody just in general that would really benefit from a Roth conversion when you're kind of looking at just how would you kind of describe that person, what they might look like? I would say someone that is is wanting a higher income in retirement would be a great candidate for a, a Roth conversion because as we've mentioned in previous episodes with Social Security, the way that that is taxed and how it kind of snowballs on itself and, and the provisional income, um, I won't get into that today and bore you with all those numbers, but once we start adding in all those layers of income and we can start seeing how much of our social security is taxable compounded with any distributions from an IRA. That's where we really start to see that taxable income number start to go up. So someone that's going to want a higher income in retirement would ideally offset some of that tax liability with uh, income off of their Roth. So anyone that, that is uh, high income need or has a high income desire in retirement, and also anyone that's really worried about where future taxes will be in retirement. So if we're concerned with taxes going up and we want to be proactive about it, that would be someone else that should look into a Roth conversion or a Roth strategy. And I know last episode, you kind of touched on this, but you know, Roth conversions, like really any financial strategy is not going to be for everyone. Although it you know, sounds like a no brainer for a lot of people. Hey, you know, I can maybe save on some tax money down the road by doing this. It doesn't always mean it's the best idea for you, depending on where you are in your retirement process. So who are some people maybe that maybe won't benefit or shouldn't consider doing that Roth conversion? Yeah, I'd say someone that doesn't have a lot of um, pre-tax money, someone that maybe just was a good saver and they saved it into a brokerage account, which is like what we call uh, just a regular investment account, individual or joint account that is not pre-tax. That's going to be taxed a little bit differently. Um, someone that doesn't have a high income need, you know, maybe just wants to get by on Social Security and um, is okay with a, having a lower income in retirement. 
those would be all good candidates for someone that doesn't need one. Um, even if someone with a, a moderate income need and we can balance it out to show them with where our standard deduction is today, we can take distributions out of that IRA and still pay no taxes on it would be someone that doesn't necessarily need one. And then probably the last one is um, when we forecast out to age 72 now because of the SECURE Act that those RMDs are not going to pop on them, meaning we don't have too much money in a 401k or an IRA that's going to force extra distributions at us, which will then compound in our tax picture will kind of blow up on us. Okay. Well, taxes are, are the, the final kind of element to this, I think. And, you know, I always want to know, so what are tax implications to this? Because, you know, I think one thing you have to consider is when you do make this transfer and this conversion, you are going to owe some tax money. So you have to really think about not just what you're saving, but also what you're going to have to pay up front when this happens. So how, what are some other tax considerations that I'll need to make if I'm considering a Roth conversion? Yeah, so um, we're always going to look at where your current income is. So I'm, I'm looking at tax charts currently for 2020, and we're going to know what margin you're in. So, for instance, if you're in the 12% marginal bracket, that means you're married and you're married filing joint. Your income's between 19,751 and 80,250. So, if our income's somewhere in between there, we might do a common practice where we will push income to the top of the bracket. So, meaning, let's say your income was 70,250. We might throw an extra ten grand at you from your IRA to convert that to a Roth that year, so that we can be at the top end of the twelve percent tax bracket and pay twelve percent on that ten thousand for the conversion. Okay, the second we eclipse that eighty thousand two fifty, everything above and beyond that, now we're in the twenty two percent bracket. So it's a big jump in today's brackets. That's where the biggest increase is for most uh, individuals is from the twelve to twenty two. So we're always going to look first where you currently stand and where you currently are in terms of our our marginal brackets and then go from there. Okay. That makes sense. So uh, I want to wrap up the conversation on Roth conversions, but is there anything else that I haven't asked or that I'm missing that we may need to touch on or just kind of throw out there before we close up this conversation? Yeah, I would say the one common thing that people get, I guess, confused would be contributions versus conversions. So okay. uh, if you make too much money, a lot of times people say, well, I can't do a Roth because I make too much money. Well, if you're married filing jointly, they phase you out. If you make over $206,000 in your modified adjusted gross income, if you make over two hundred six, you cannot contribute to a Roth. Okay. The difference is you can convert still. So conversion is not a contribution, right? So contribution would be Ben's putting in, writing a check at the end of the year for $6,000 for his Roth and $6,000 for his wife's. Okay. We're under the the income threshold. We're good to go. However, you're now making $300,000 a year. He cannot contribute to his Roth, but he can take money from his IRA and convert it to a Roth because there is no restrictions on conversions, just on contributions. Ah, very. That's so safe. a little that's catch. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't known that. But that that makes a lot of sense. And I guess that's something you would talk about with clients because they might even come in and ne- never have considered a Roth because of that fact that yep. maybe they're too high income uh, earners. So, yeah. Well, that's why. That's why you have a conversation with Ben. I mean, I'm I learn as we go, but there's always something new that I take away from every episode, and and uh, hopefully you do as well. But if you need to set up a conversation with Ben and, and do that and talk about Roth conversions, whether or not it works, because I guess this is still something that you work with clients quite a bit on, right? I mean, is this a pretty common discussion or is this, you know, every now and then? 
It is. And honestly, it's to us, it's a year by year assessment and we'll, we'll convert even in retirement. I have no problem converting in retirement. Okay. I just like to do it again. If the market warrants it, meaning the markets, there's a good time for us to liquidate or move into it. We can do it. But I always like to do our conversions in the fourth quarter because we kind of know throughout the course of the year where our income is going to be at that time. There's no surprises. They, they didn't uh, have to buy a new house or a new car or something where they pulled money out and our income went up so that if we do a Roth too soon or do a conversion too soon, we could force ourselves above and, and jump into an extra tax bracket. So that's why we like to plan year in and year out and always look towards that fourth quarter as a good time to convert because we know really uh, have a really good assumption of where our income is going to be so we can be as aggressive as possible on that conversion. Well, if you want to start this conversation, uh, start with visiting their website at bashrock-fg.com. You'll learn more about their lock process that Ben and his team use to help you retire with confidence. And there you can also find ways to connect, including by calling them at 330-473-1060 to set up a time to uh, to sit down and talk about your situation. Because look, this might seem like it works would work great for you, but it might not. And that's always best to get some feedback and to get a second opinion on whether or not an idea that you have is actually most beneficial because it's not always the case. So let's wrap up the conversation on Roth conversions on that note, Ben. I think it's been pretty helpful. I know you're very passionate about the subject. Yeah, definitely. And and I'm always animated too. Taxes always get me fired up. So um, we, we uh, love talking about it. And, and again, I will always tell people this too, that we are not accountants. We know enough to be dangerous in that, in that world. We will always get your accountant to bless it before we ever do something. So that's just an extra step, extra precautionary step that we're always going to take to make sure we're not going to hurt our clients or hurt uh, anyone and give bad advice. Great. Well, thank you, Ben. And thank you for listening to this episode of Unlocking Your Finance future a new episode coming out again next week and every other week after that so make sure you hit subscribe on apple podcasts google podcasts and make sure you have that delivered right to your your smartphone your mobile device whatever it is you use so thanks for listening to this episode of unlocking your financial future we will talk to you on the next one Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through B.A. Schrock Wealth Management, Inc. and A.E. Wealth Management, LLC. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management and A.E. Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risks, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. BA Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency. This podcast is a paid placement. It is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice to designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation.